there is no moment where E plus R equals O. Again, event plus the, your response equals the outcome, okay? Or the way I like to do it, what outcome do I want? What event am I dealing with? How do I need to respond to get that outcome or create it or get closer to it or make progress towards it given the event and context that I am in right now? There is literally not a waking moment of your life that does not operate by that structure. E plus R equals O is my decision-making operating software. What's up, everyone? Welcome to a special edition of the Daily Discipline Podcast. This is the Super Skills Series. In this series, BK talks us through 20 skills we can all use every day to improve our lives and our impact on the things we care about. He helps you break down each skill through the lens of self-awareness, self-discipline, and self-confidence. By the end of this series, you'll be able to turn these 20 simple skills into super skills that unlock a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. In today's episode, we're talking about decision-making and how E plus R equals O, or event plus response equals outcome, can be applied to any decision in any situation. Reminder to stick around through the end of the episode so you can hear how to get your hands on free E plus R equals O resources for activating these skills in your life. Decision making. Uh, one, of, one of my favorite topics, obviously, if you know anything about uh, me, my team, what I teach and, and uh, um, how I approach it, you already know what I'm about to say. And that is that I am incapable of separating decision making from E plus R equals O. For me, for uh, the last, uh, you know, I don't know, um, I turned 38 this week. And so for the last 22 years, uh, E plus R equals O has been the foundation, the filter, and the bedrock of every decision that I've ever made when I was doing it well. So to me, there is no difference between decision-making and E plus R equals O. The simple skill of decision-making is E plus R equals O. Event plus response equals outcome. Choose the best response you can for the outcome you want, given the situation you are in. That is the simple skill of decision-making. There is no moment where E plus R equals O. Again, event plus the, your response equals the outcome, okay? Or the way I like to do it, what outcome do I want? What event am I dealing with? How do I need to respond to get that outcome or create it or get closer to it or make progress towards it, given the event and context that I am in right now? There is literally not a waking moment of your life that does not operate by that structure. E plus R equals O is my decision-making operating software. It is what everything runs through. And all of these skills and all of my style and my personality and my preferences and my goals, my dreams, my emotions, those are the apps, right? Those are the unique things that, yeah, we both have emotions, but yours are different than mine. We might both have Twitter, but we're going to use it really differently. Here's the simple decision-making process with E plus R equals O. Choose the best response you can and engage in it to produce the outcome you want or need given the situation that you are in. 
that's good decision making. If these letters E plus R equals O never existed and nobody taught this, it would still exist. Things happen, I make decisions and engage in actions, and there are consequences for my choices. Every choice that I make produces an outcome of some kind, has an impact of some kind, delivers an experience of some kind. Every choice I make and every action I engage in is always operating inside of and within some kind of context for the moment that I am living. And some of those things I am fully aware of, some of those things I'm only partially aware of because I can only kind of see. And sometimes I make decisions in context where I actually, there's a lot of factors that I don't know. So to dig into E plus R equals O is to bring our skill level up and to design and steer and direct intentionally the impact that we have with the tool. To not pay attention to it, it doesn't affect your life less. It just means you have less skill to deal with situations, control your response, and get the outcomes that you want or need. And that you're not in as much, uh, uh, you don't have as much power over the impact that you're actually having from a good direction. And you probably lack self-awareness over the impact you're having in the not as good direction. So I don't know anybody, anybody who wants to have less control over themselves, less ability to make an impact, um, who wants uh, to be um, beat up and tossed around by the events and circumstances in their life and wants to feel like they can't get the things that they want. I don't know anybody like that. I know people who act like that sometimes because they'll play a victim because they, they don't want to have to do hard work, but I don't know anybody who truly wants that. So what do we need to do? What we need to do is this, and I think this is, for me, this is the best starting point. For me, E plus R equals O is not something I use, it's something I live. And I find that for my decision making, that's a really great starting point. It's not something I use. It's something I live. So now what we're going to do is this. We're going to break down decision-making by self-awareness, self-control, and self-confidence. Know yourself, control yourself, believe in yourself. Here's where decision-making with self-awareness begins, okay? Every moment is your decision. To be on track with decision-making, you have got to take this seriously. There is no other decision-maker than you. Okay, that, that's the starting point. There is no other decision maker than you. If something is happening, it's because you are choosing it or not choosing it. It's because you brought it out of yourself or you didn't bring it out of yourself. And the best way I know how to do this, you guys, the best way I know how, if you want self-awareness, here's what you can do. Say your decision out loud. Literally, not inside your head, out loud. Say, like if you wake up in the morning and you said, I'm going to work out, okay? And then you start to go back to sleep. What you'll do is typically we'll do that internal debate. And the reason we need to get out of the internal debate is inside your mind knows how to convince you. Your mind knows how to manipulate and persuade and give you that argument that you know how to believe in and go back and forth and back and forth. So change the script. Say it out loud. Say, I'm going to skip my workout and sleep in because I would rather sleep in than get in better shape. Say it. Because once you get it out of you, now it's out in the world and you are on the hook and responsible for making the decision yourself. Now there is no complaints. There's no excuses. There's no defensiveness. There's simply you saying, this is the choice I am making and I am making it on purpose. When you speak it, 
It's different. Like say out loud, I'm going to drive on the road and I'm not going to let anybody get in front of me because I want to be the first person in line on the freeway and I'm not going to do anything kind to any other driver. And anybody who does things that I disagree with, I'm going to get mad at them. Say it out loud. Because when you say your choices out loud, they sound different <laughs> than what they sound when they're in here. Okay? It's strange. It's strange. But at least you'll start to be self-aware of, oh, I'm making these choices. It's not them. It's not the other driver. It's not my boss. It's not my spouse. It's not my kids. It's not the president. It's not the country. It's not Republicans. It's not Democrats. It's not conservatives or liberals. It's not the teachers. It's not the parents. It's me. I'm making these choices. And if I want different outcomes, I got to make some different choices. Or, or if you say, I'm going to drive today and I'm not going to be kind to anyone and I'm going to ensure that nobody gets in front of me ever and you own that choice and you're good with it, well, then now you say, well, what will be the consequence of that choice? Well, of course, people are going to be upset with you. And of course, nobody's going to like you. And then you just say, okay, yeah, I'm actually a, a, a pretty inconsiderate driver. And that's who I'm choosing to be. I like that. It's what I want to be. Well, now, now you have to let go of ever getting mad or irritated at another driver. Because if you choose to drive like that, of course, people are going to treat you like that. So now you have to not be upset with them. Okay, because if somebody else said that choice to you, like if you're sitting there and your spouse comes up and says, hey, I'm going to choose to get in an argument with you and I'm actually going to, I'm going to choose to blame you for this rather than look at any part of myself. And whenever you point something out in me that I could have done better, I'm immediately going to get defensive, deflect it and point out something that I can find where you didn't do it either. Like if your spouse came and said that to you, you'd be like, well, why would you do that? So saying choices out loud is a very simple hack for gaining more self-awareness of this. Control yourself. What happens is when you're really good at doing this right now, one moment at a time, what happens is you actually start to develop the capacity to see and string cause and effect moments together. And you can see this response, this outcome leads to that, which gives me an opportunity here. Bang, 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 bang. And I give you an example of how it works. So uh, like with a... When a flight is delayed or canceled, whenever there's kind of chaos going on in the airport, um, you see a lot of people, they start panicking a little bit, right? And they start considering all the different things. And, they, and like, so, you know, they're, they're calling clients or family or friends or whoever, and they're, they're moving around and they're trying to manage everything rather than focusing on what is the most immediate thing that I need to do right now? What's the first thing? And the answer, of course, is the first thing you need to do is you need to get in front of some kind of customer service agent with the airline. You need to be first in line with them. And so rather than panic or get upset, or it's pick up the telephone or go walk over to the gate agent. Now you're there. Now in that moment, what matters? Well, what matters is being kind to that person because that is the only person right now that can help you. And they don't have to if they don't want to. And plenty of them choose not to because other people are mean. So if you're there one decision at a time, what happens is it's not about learning how to manage everything. It's about learning how to keep focus on that one moment you're in, handle it really well with skill. And then as you get better, you're quicker at it. 
and you jump into the next moment, and then you jump into the next moment, and you jump into the next moment. And the more confidence you have, the smoother all of this goes. Life unfolds one second at a time, five minutes at a time, an hour at a time, etc. You see where we're going. Control yourself is about owning that moment right there and doing everything in your capacity to win it. The last piece is the believing yourself portion. Right? Be confident until you're wrong and then make adjustments. Ladies and gentlemen, I think people are too afraid of making mistakes. I think people are too afraid of errors. I think people's egos get so big that, and, and, and here big ego, like it, it, it's not the typical view of big ego that most people have of this big, arrogant person. No. What I mean is big ego of nobody wants to acknowledge and look at and just embrace the fact that they make poor choices that have negative consequences and that they get decisions wrong. Of course I do. Of course I do. And I look at it from a self-awareness view. Okay, one, I want to be self-confident. Okay, I want to be. But I look at it this way. If I knew beforehand which of my decisions were going to be wrong, I wouldn't do them. You follow me? Like, if I knew when my right and wrong decisions, when my decisions that were going to work, and when my decisions that weren't going to work, if I knew before I did them that that one wasn't going to work and that one was bad and that one would be hurtful and that one would not pay off or that one would be bleeded at me, you know, uh, wasted energy. If I knew beforehand, I wouldn't have done it in the first place. But I don't know when they're coming. I don't know. So what I do is rather than have a fear of making mistakes, I simply accept beforehand I'm going to make a bunch of them. Rather than have a fear of being wrong, I accept beforehand I'm going to be wrong all the time. Rather than be, be fearful of not making good decisions, I already know I'm not going to make good decisions in some percentage of time. Now, I'd like to shrink that percentage, but that just means I need more reps at making decisions to learn how to do it really well. But I also need to accept that no matter what I do, not everything I do will be good. Not everything I do will work. Not everything I do is going to get liked by people. Not everything I do is going to um, pay off and benefit other people or, or uh, um, give an experience that they enjoy. So does that mean that I need to eliminate my self-confidence or I need to act with some kind of you know, meekness or you know, watch out for them? Nope. I, I, we can't afford that. So what I do is confident until I'm wrong and then I make adjustments. Meaning, I move forward with my decisions. Now, I work really hard all the time on E plus R equals O, on self-awareness, on self-control, and on self-confidence. So I work hard. I work really hard to earn my confidence. Okay? I do not want hollow, empty confidence. I want to work hard. But what I do then is I go move forward confidently until I'm wrong. And then when I'm wrong, I say, sorry, my bad. You know, my error, oh my God, you know, depending on what's going on. And then I make an adjustment and say, yeah, no, I was off base there. Confidence isn't about getting it all right. Confidence is about do you believe in your capacity to make good decisions? And can you add into that, do you believe in the fact that you're not going to get it right all the time? And can you stay confident even when you're wrong in the adjustments you're making and sometimes even in the apologies you make when you're wrong? The only thing that we really, really, really don't like in confidence is when somebody is confident to the point that they can't admit mistakes and errors. That's really the only thing we don't like in confidence. 
every, every now and then, you know, envy kicks in where somebody's really confident and you just don't like the fact that they're good um, because you like to be good and they're getting credit or whatever. But the only thing we really don't like is, is somebody who can't admit that they're wrong or won't uh, or doesn't make room for it. So make room for it. Okay? That's what I think this is. Living in fear of making mistakes actually only increases the amount of mistakes you make and the size of them. Let me say it one more time just so you grab that. Living and operating in fear, lack of confidence, in making mistakes, only increases the number of mistakes you make and the amount. And that is true everywhere. People who are afraid of making mistakes, they make a lot more. If you want to have more self-confidence, okay, accept the consequences of your actions. When I say I'm confident until I'm wrong and then I make adjustments, it's because I accept the consequences of my actions. That's where the confidence comes from. I'm willing to act because I know there will be consequences and I will take them. Whatever they are. Who else's responsibility is it to accept the consequences of my actions? No one's. It's my job. So before I engage in a choice, I fully acknowledge this will have consequences and I accept what they are. Like if you do that, Hey, look, if you do that, you're untouchable. When I mean untouchable, I mean like when you do that, people's approval, people's disapproval, uh, people's acceptance, whether they like you or not. Um, you know, I put a couple more down here. Um, you know, whether you make mistakes, uh, you can't be affected by those things if you accept the consequences of your actions. It's when you don't want to accept the consequences of your actions or when you're afraid of the consequences of your actions or when you just don't want the consequences of your actions that makes you vulnerable to external forces influencing your decision-making or at least you're telling yourself a story of that. When you own and accept your consequences, it puts you in a really powerful position to make great decisions because now you're not defensive. Self-awareness is, say your choice out loud, Self-control is manage pulse articles so one moment at a time and make sure you are making those decisions around thinking, feeling, acting, changing, interacting, and learning on a daily basis. Those are choices you've got to make. And then self-confidence is, is believe in yourself until you're wrong and then make adjustments because you're not going to get it all right. That's, that's the flow. We understand our, our choices are going to be a mix of ones that work and ones that don't. And so let's bring confidence into it, all right? Hey, thanks for listening all the way through. If you enjoyed this episode, leave us a rating and a review because your reviews help more people find this podcast who need it. As promised, we've got links in the show notes to resources that will help you activate these skills in your life. First up, we've got the Do the Worksheet a free E plus R equals O resource that helps you apply what we talked about here to your life. Lastly, if you're interested in taking the application of these skills a step further, we have a downloadable guidebook with all 20 skills only for members of the Daily Discipline community. Developing these 20 skills into super skills help you become a stronger you, a more productive you, and a more fulfilled you. As always, thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.